and uh, do you think ayurveda is really uh, or other traditional medicine systems are really going to be used by who in public health i know they they say it's a it's like a major uh, um, trust area of theirs but i don't know of uh, any programs that have used any of these systems what you are saying is right who has started looking at traditional medicine uh about 40 years before you know like uh, about almost 2 years before the almata declaration and uh, since then uh, there had been a unit of traditional medicine in who almost all regional offices of who has a traditional medicine focal point or a traditional medicine advisor uh there uh, and uh who who professes that it wants to use traditional medicine for achieving universal health coverage and you know many other things which the state the, the member states want but uh, until now who's um, activities in traditional medicine has been mostly related to pharmaceutical products uh, or, uh, or or traditional medicine was looked at as another pharmaceutical product you know like so to to tell you how right. how you uh, understand that is that until about uh, until about 10 years or probably 8 years before through during this long duration of 40 years um, who had placed or or the traditional medicine unit was placed under the essential medicine unit so you know like you you place something in one particular unit because it is uh, it is connected to that you know so your perspective of 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 traditional medicine was generally on as as an as a as a what's it called as a uh, pharmaceutical product but of course there is a lot of improvement which who has brought into pharmaceutical products of 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 traditional medicine like uh, bringing out uh, the the who gmp uh, good manufacturing practices for the for for traditional medicine which is a huge success across the globe uh many most of the countries follow that as the primary you know like a reference textbook uh, good agricultural practices good collection practices good practices for identifying residues and you know impurities in traditional medicine in 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 herbal drugs uh etc etc and pharmacovigilant systems for uh, for herbal medicine uh, they have set up all these things recently uh since 2011 who has shifted uh, its focus on traditional medicine and want has started working on uh including traditional medicine in the icd uh in the category so icd 11 has a has a traditional chinese medicine uh which is like which is a representative of this traditional chinese medicine as practiced in china korea and japan so just for our listeners i just want to explain icd is the international classification of diseases so all all uh, diseases are codified in in this yes please go ahead yeah in fact after that uh, we uh, after i came here uh, we had also started uh, the icd code uh, prepare development program for ayurveda unani and siddha system of medicine uh, similarly 
uh, one of the main problems that uh, member states face is they do not know how to what is the basic training uh, like a requirement for a practitioner in different could i request uh, participants to mute themselves please uh dharmadikari uh, ji please mute yourself uh, please go ahead okay so uh, this medicine um so sorry uh, this uh, uh, um yeah i was talking about benchmarks so uh there is a big lack of appropriate uh, information available with member states on how to help um, uh how to utilize traditional medicine practitioners how to train traditional medicine practitioners how uh, what are the criteria for which they could be uh, on which they could be allowed to practice etc so we are developing training benchmark documents for um, traditional chinese medicine ayurveda yunani siddha etc at the same time we are also developing practice benchmark document for ayurveda traditional chinese medicine uh, unani uh, acupuncture etc so these are things which we are doing uh, right now we are also uh, working on developing the standardized terminologies for these uh, traditional medicines because um, um, many a time many societies not so specific in 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 ayurveda and siddha but <coughs> but but unani medicine has different terminologies used in uh, in 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 europe uh, it is used not much you know it is very less used in uh, very little very little used of utility in in europe but basically is used very much in in southeast asia and then in middle east you know they, so iran and such places have a different terminology for the same concept so uh, we are trying to bring that together we are going to standardize that uh, terminologies we are also working on traditional chinese medicine uh, for the same thing because different uh, china japan and korea uses different terminologies we are trying to bring them together we are also working on ayurveda and siddha system of medicine for developing terminologies of 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 like standardized terminologies uh, also we are currently developing a digital tool for uh, for for uh, allowing or helping people to practice yoga appropriate appropriately so safe and appropriate practice of yoga as a as a physical uh, uh, activity so we are we are promoting it as a physical activity tool uh, basically uh, we are not making any claims of yoga in that because it is specifically meant to be a physical activity and uh, we are uh, we are uh, because there are a lot of practitioners of yoga and there are a lot more people who want to practice good yoga and the correct way so we have we have brought together international yoga experts we have like you know, thought out uh, the the right way of doing yoga the simplified ways of doing specific yoga asanas and then we are putting all of them into a mobile app which will help people to to learn yoga specific asanas and then bring them together and do a full vinyasa kind of a thing you know like a full full sequence of yoga activities so that's wonderful that's wonderful um great to know that you know mobile uh, technology is going to be um used for yoga for people to practice yoga as well yeah. so i'm going to switch now to a few we have a whole bunch of uh questions from uh, um our listeners and audience so i'm going to start with a few of them if you don't mind staying for a little longer uh, we could go through that of course i can okay thank you so 
So physicians would deliberately inoculate either into the skin or um, by into the nose um, scabs and pustular material from patients with smallpox. So he, his follow-up question is: Is Ayurvedic vaccination still practiced for any disease? And is any is there any research in that area uh, happening in Ayurveda with respect to vaccination? You know, for new new diseases, uh, for instance. Uh, by co for COVID or uh, etc. So, no. Uh, the at present um, Ayurveda, Ayurveda at present is not using the current uh, format of knowledge generation for getting acceptance of a vaccine. You know, like it uses a different format. So the society has a specific regulation which uses which uses a current a way of technical developmental process for achieving making something a vaccine that is not being followed by ayurveda so we are not using any vaccine at this particular moment neither are we are we uh, means vaccine is a very specific intervention for a very specific uh, uh, like you know disease pathogen so we are not using that uh, to be to be frank enjoy listening to the agastya r is there something you really liked or would like to see in a future episode agastya gurukulam welcomes your feedback either by phone or text message at 9192944800 or by email at info@radionaira.com or by online chat messaging at radionaira.com <laughs>